Guess who has a bard? It's season four of World Walkers. Hopscotch is a bard on season four of World Walkers. With Layla, Harold, and Dyson, they'll stop the bad guys or die trying. Let's see what's in store on season four of World Walkers. What's up, everyone? I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of World Walkers, a weekly D&D podcast where four lost adventurers from different walks of life are trying to find out how they ended up in the village of Id on the world of Phelan. Hi, I'm Callie, and I'm playing Layla, the middle-aged elven druid who likes to stick her nose in everybody's business. Hi, I'm Jess. I play Hopscotch, a human bard that likes to party a little bit too much. Hi, I'm Frank. I'm playing Dyson Kyocho Belrock, a dwarf barbarian who's only good at fighting. Hi, my name is Wesley. I will be playing the goblin gunslinging ranger Harold, who looks to free the oppressed with stealth and guns. Our four world-lost travelers have confronted the old man and witnessed his transformation into something horrifying. Now, once again, they must come together in battle, hoping to once and for all learn the truth behind the memory forest, the village of Id, and how, or if, they can ever get home. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 5, either in my bed or in hell. By the way, this is episode 100 of World Walkers, which feels crazy to say. When this whole thing started, I really didn't know where it was going to go. And now, two years later, I honestly can't imagine my life without the World Walkers universe or without all of you. So I just want to take a moment to thank all of you for listening and for making this whole journey possible. I'm really glad you're all here with me. All right, so without further ado, let's jump into the episode. The old man looks to you all. Gone are his eyes, which are suddenly hard to remember. Instead, all you see are orbs of obsidian. His breath has stopped all of a sudden as his body starts to melt and pour out all across the ground. As quickly as you notice this, the ground starts to shift and crack. Each of you needs to make dexterity saving throws to hold your ground. Oh, boy. Well, shit. I got a kick-ass 11. 13. I got a four. Uh, 25. 25? Cracks break along the ground as ruptures threaten to swallow anyone unfortunate enough not to keep their footing. You watch as Hopscotch is unable to hold his footing, in fact, and the ground opens up and swallows Hopscotch, and Hopscotch kind of rolls and tumbles, and then you see Hopscotch grab onto the side of like a splinter like a crack in the ground so hopscotch did not fall completely hopscotch is holding on for his dear life but hopscotch has fallen a bit a bit (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah hopscotch has fallen off the side and is uh, dangerously close to falling the rest of the way. The old man is gone now. His body has exploded and is replaced by four twisted creatures of a dark, inky substance. Between them is a thick, towering monstrosity standing over ten feet tall, comprised of the same terrifying liquidy material, with claws and the impressions of faces rubbing and stretching across its surfaces. Need everybody to roll initiative. Oof. God, man. These are these are not good rolls. 
No. So I need Layla first. Six. Harold. Uh, 18. Hopscotch. 12. Dyson. Four. Oh my god! Oh, wow. This is bad. So these, uh, twisted, dark, kind of inky substances kind of uh, start to twist and pull themselves apart, and they look terrifying. They are frightening, and they start to travel across the ground, and when they do, they kind of stretch out, and they reach out, and as they do, they pierce into the ground, and every time they touch the ground, there's kind of a ripple across existence itself, and it makes, it looks like reality starts to bleed a little bit, and it leaves darkness in its wake as it kind of reaches out and kind of just towers and stretches, and each one starts to make its way towards each of you. Each one has to use all of their movement to get to you, but yeah, one of them is on each of you, but none of them can do anything. They've got to burn all of their movement just to get to you. So we start with Harold. You know, you can't help someone else with their life mask until you help yourself. So use my bonus action to tag them using my planar warrior. And then I'm going to I'm going to take a shot at it. Now, are you rolling with disadvantage because they're in melee with you? I had not. But here I got a 20 and a 19. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. 19 plus 9 to hit. So 1d10 plus 5 plus the 1d8 for the planer. Are you a horizon walker? Yeah. Oh. 12 force damage. What does it look like when you do this? To tag someone with this, he uses like just a little bit of magic. And kind of being from Cog, he doesn't necessarily understand or quite grab it. And so I think maybe it's built into his gun. He, like, aims and he spins as though he's, like, gathering a magic bullet that comes from another part within the revolver. And that's when he aims and he... And it hits. And the bullet itself, like, leaves this kind of, uh, like, purple golden trail behind it. Okay. Yep. So, like, yeah, there's just kind of, like, yeah, this kind of mix of purple and gold, just, like, kind of, like, explosion then. Yeah. And it kind of like, it recoils, and then it looks at you, and it's angry, and to everybody else, it looks like it kind of shifts, and it looks like it kind of has like a bulkier shape to it, but nothing else, it just kind of like bulked up a little bit, but to Harold, it takes the shape of a twisted, growling bugbear that you know very, very well. It is your former master. Like it rises up and it looks at you and says, Now what are you doing here? Shouldn't you be back in the pins? Hopscotch. Well, like what the hell can I do? Um, so Is it like right up on me? Like can I try to get up back on the ground? Yeah, you can pull yourself up. It just uses um, half your movement. How far away is it from me? It's kind of right over you, but it can't. Its presence doesn't impede your getting yourself up. So, like, I could get up, which would then count as 30 feet? It'd it'd count as 15 of your movement. Oh, because I can move 30 feet around? Yep. Yep. So I get up so I do not fall to my death. I'm going to do a thunder wave. I passed my constitution save, so I take... You roll the damage, and I take half of it. And it doesn't get moved away from you. Uh, 14. 
All right, so 14 divided by 2 is 7. Were they thunderstruck? <laughs> All right, and then what is it like when you cast spells like this? Well, right now I'm just kind of pissed, so I just cast it. Like, usually there's more production to it. But, uh... <laughs> All right, yeah, so you just kind of unleash, and there's this, this like, thunderous blast that kind of, like, rips through the area, and you watch as the creature, it throws pieces of itself into the ground and just tries to steady itself and it's able to hold on. Everybody can see as it kind of shifts and tries to find something to shift into but the problem is that it's it's fighting somebody that doesn't really I mean have much of a backstory. <laughs> um, so it shifts uh, and it just takes kind of a bigger, scarier form of itself. And then after that, we've got Layla. I was actually also getting ready to Thunder Wave. So make a con save. 17? Yeah, that saves. So that's 18. So nine damage. When she does it, she's like taking her kind of twisted gnarled staff and like slamming it into the ground and also simultaneously she's casting shillelagh on her staff too so it like enwraps her staff a little bit as well. The thunderous uh, blast kind of rips through the area in your uh, space as well and when that thunderous blast clears the area it looks down and everyone else can see it's kind of shifted a little bit but for Layla when it looks up it looks like a corpse just an old dying corpse and it looks like a corpse that you would recognize it looks like like it used to own the shop mm. that you now currently uh, hold very dear yeah she just kind of like grips her staff a little tighter and looks at it and it begins reaching out to you Dyson. I am going to dash towards her. So then it it's going to get an opportunity attack on you, the one that, that raced over to you. Yeah, yeah, I figured as much. All right, so as you rush, it kind of reaches out and it drives its claws into you that it suddenly kind of creates for five damage. But yeah, you're able to close, uh, yeah, about 50 feet worth of space. Finally, there's that, that large kind of like bulkish, terrifying creature in the middle. It looks like things are trying to escape from within in it it's almost like just like this large slab and it kind of starts to shift and move back and forth and it decides to start lumbering and moving towards Dyson since it was kind of in the middle it can make its way towards Dyson chief and once it comes over there it kind of spreads this darkness in your area and mm-hmm. it feels like you're kind of standing in this like thick blackish area both you and Layla and then it kind of like pulls itself back and then it's going to try to just bring itself down on you. What's your AC? 14. It does. It just slams itself down, crashes on you for 10 damage. Damn. It is a new round and it's these uh, various whatever these creatures are and uh, each one of them is going to take their attack on each of you. Except for one that's going to start making its way towards uh, Dyson. The one near um, Hopscotch isn't able to land an attack, but everyone else should take five damage as they're successfully able to start driving their claws into you. 
and like they, it's like they can like shift and reshape themselves to find like gaps in your protections. But uh, yeah, they crash into the invisible armor of uh, Hopscotch. The one who's least protected right now. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> told you it would work. Harold. Okay, I guess uh, gotta fight what's in front of me. I'll use my bonus action to tag it again. And I'm still in combat with it, so I'm gonna roll at disadvantage. Uh, 14 plus nine to hit. That's a hit. 16, force damage. I, yeah, he looks it in the eye and there's fear in his eyes, but there's also just like, you know, like this determination. And he goes, I've waited a long time to do this. And he just puts the gun upright to his face and just pulls the trigger. And when you do that, you connect with its head and you blow it away. Oh, when that force blast of like purplish goldish energy connects, whatever you were expecting to happen might come as a surprise because this purplish ink like substance explodes and then the entire body gives way to that same kind of horrific uh, inkish uh, substance and it splatters everywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah. If I'm unengaged, then I would charge forward to the two that are in trouble. Hopscotch. Okay, so a quick overview. I still have one on me. So basically, you've got the slab and one creature against Dyson and Layla. One on you and one on Layla. Yeah, so hideous laughter on the one directly in front of me. So you watch as... It seems prepared for this. Like, it's kind of grown larger and stronger against you. It doesn't really have a specific form that it's taken. It just seems more substantive. But even so, even though it looks like it was prepared for whatever spell you threw at it, it still can't help but fall into a fit of giggles. (laughs) It just kind of, like, falls as, like... Whatever you thought it was going to sound like when it started to laugh, that's what it sounded like. That's horrifying. It actually makes me laugh. So uh, <laughs> it's kind of, it kind of snaps me out of being uh, so angry, and then I take out my instrument. And I'm, I, feel, I feel more ready to... Uh, I feel like it has refreshed me to see this blob of something. The laugh on the ground, and so now... So now I'm, I'm more ready to to start uh, to start rocking out. All right, guys, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Layla. So I'm gonna cast Fairy Fire, centered on the big one, and so everything in a 20 foot cube has to make a Dex save or be affected by it. That'd be basically only it and Frankie. Oh, that other one didn't get up towards him. Oh, yeah, and that one, too. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so, Frank, you gotta make a dex save. Which, you're a barbarian, so technically don't you get advantage? Danger sense. I don't know if it counts for danger sense or not. I forget. On FX, you can see while not blinded, deafened, or incapacitated. Yeah, so, yeah, you could do it. Oh, shit, yeah. And what does Fairy Fire do? If anything that fails, um, they are surrounded in a, I'm gonna say, blue light, and all attacks against the affected creature have advantage, and they uh, can't 
a benefit from being invisible, and they shed a dim light in a 10-foot radius. So you watch as, like, this kind of just weirdish fey-like glow clings to it and wraps around it, and it seems kind of horrified to be inside of it. Let me see if the kind of the slab-like creature... I got a 13. Does that pass or fail? That just barely passes. (laughs) Both of them are wrapped in this fey-like energy, this fey-like glow, and they just twist and turn and seem horrified by it. And uh, then I will also use my bonus action to give Mr. Dyson some of that sweet, sweet healing power. And uh, so I'll give you, you get you get two health and one temporary HP. Where, what is this spell you're using? This is a, her Bomb of the Summer Court ability, so it's it's just from being her, her type of druid. Was this like raven-based or flower-based? I don't remember. Originally it was raven. I mean, like when before she had her healing spirit up, so it just did that. But yeah, so kind of raven-based, yeah. Yeah, so then, yeah, you watch as this kind of like, um, this kind of glow kind of forms around you. And then it kind of rises up, and then it kind of takes the shape of the spiritual raven, and then just, like, disappears. Nice. Dyson. Uh, I'm going to rage now. I guess I'll attack the other one that got fairy-fired then. Which one? One of the smaller ones or the giant one? Uh, one of the smaller ones. And uh, I am going to hit it with my pike. 13 to hit? Yes. Oh, shit, yeah. Okay. And a 20 to hit for the second one, so... First hit deals 13 damage for the first hit, and then the butt does 8 damage. All right, so yeah, you pierce it, and then you spin around, and you crack it with the back end of your uh, weapon, and then it kind of pulls back, and then when it turns to face you, you watch as it, like, shifts and twists and reshapes, and it takes the form of a horrific creature. It kind of, this is a creature you've only heard about in stories. You didn't think it was real. Oh, no. It's muscular it's probably about 13 feet tall it has this long chain and it is one of the legendary dwarf killers that you thought did not exist no yeah it's no it is a creature that you did not think existed you'd heard tales about and it suddenly rises up and starts to slam its weapon across the ground. It's ready to basically start the destruction of the Dwarven Empire. No. No. Fuck that. That slab kind of pulls back and crashes into you one more time uh, for 10 damage. Alright, so half that. I'm raging now. After that are the other creatures. I like to call them giggles and bright eyes. Yeah, the one that's giggling, doesn't he have to do like a... He, like, wastes his whole turn and then has to save. It's able to compose itself, but it did waste its turn. Um, so it's like... And it kind of, like, starts to shake it off. And then the one that's near Layla is going to pull both of its claws up. And then it comes in for, like, it, what it, it looks like to attack, but it's just trying to fake you on one, and you realize that. And it's kind of like that weird, like corpse-like creature mm-hmm. and you throw yourself against a tree then you kind of trust that the tree is going to protect you and then you duck the claw and you're safe and then well basically the, the creature that's come here to to end the dwarven empire 
is uh, here to start with you. Oh. It takes the chain and it swings it and it throws it in the sky and then it jumps up and it brings it crashing into the ground and cleaves into you for five damage. Oh, so three. Harold. Uh, the one on Dyson, is it still covered in fairy fire? Yeah, it's like just this little like blackish, uh, inkish creature. I've seen Dyson get hit a lot, so I mm-hmm. feel like I want to take that one. Looks to be the weakest as yeah, well. Yeah, he ain't doing great. So I'm gonna take the shot on him. He uses his planar warrior to call the shot, and a 19 plus nine to hit. Nice. There you go, man. Fucking do it. 15 damage. Take his liver. There's this huge, like, explosion, this mix of purple and gold energy as you watch as the legendary creature kind of just bursts into this blackish, inkish energy. And it's gone. I look over at Harold. Yeah! Fucking fear, yeah! Fear not, Scatman. I have you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, hopscotch. Oh boy, so I still got this one on me, right? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't know what to do because, like, I'm off by myself. Here's the answer. Fuck him up. Fuck him up. Fuck him up. I'm a bard. Run up and give me that healing. What, somebody needs to be healed? I am at 11 hit points. Oh, I'm at 12. You're fine. Yeah, you're good. Okay, so I'm, I don't know. I'm going to cast my first level Thunder Wave at the uh, creature right in front of me. Welcome up. It failed. I don't know which one to use. I think it's D8s, isn't it? Yep. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Well, this one is really weird because it has a zero on it. I don't understand that. That's a that's 10. A, it's a 10 sided. Why does it say 10? Because this zero is a 10. It doesn't say 10 because it's also used for like percentile dice and stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't question our ways. Uh, I got eleven altogether. All right. So, yeah, so you um, throw down that bla- thunderous blast, and you watch as um, it kind of like it almost like liquefies him for a second, and then it, be- uh, it throws it back ten feet, and then it's forced to kind of reshape itself. So I can do bardic inspiration right now. Yep. And then can I give that to Harold? Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I have to, I have to play some music. Yeah, yeah. Inspire him. No. So inspire that he can be inspired. <clears throat> there you go, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know the song of my people? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Layla. All right. <clears throat> I will uh, use my shillelagh quarterstaff to smack the one that keeps trying to smack me. Ooh, that's good. That's a 23 to hit him. That'll do. Where the good lord split him. That's uh, <laughs> six <laughs> damage from the quarterstaff. And then I'm also going to give my last little... Little healing dice to Mr. Dyson, which is another two plus another one temporary. You moving on up, Dyson? I'm sitting there pretty at fucking 14 hit points. 
Am I a melee ranger or anything else? The big one. The big one? Yep. I'm a, Still got advantage on him, too. Hell yeah, I'm about to shove a shove my pike into him. It's way more restrained than I thought he would be. Yeah. Yeah. It's 22 to hit for the first hit. For the uh, follow-up attack, 21. They both hit. Yeah, yeah. You find it incredibly easy to hit. I mean, it's it's giant and can barely move. So the first one is 12 damage slashing. The second is 8 damage uh, bludgeoning. So yeah, just shove it in and then just pull it out, flip it around, flip it and reverse it. I mean, it is just you take one in, you take one out. You do the hokey pokey. <laughs> the pokey poker. And you turn it all about. Yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. So it kind of uh, shifts back and forth and then you can see some of the um, what must be faces and hands kind of push against the surface of the creature. Like, you can't tell if they're angry if they're screaming for help. Bonus action. Uh, I took my cyanide pill. <laughs> <laughs> Waking up one way or another. Either in my bed or in hell. Alright, I need you uh, first to make a charisma save. Dyson. Me? Oof. Eight. So you watch as the slab creature, whatever it is, it opens up. No. Oh, no. And inside, you can see the mountains of Ulermic. What the fuck? And then it stretches out, and the entire area shifts, and it stretches, and then it's almost like it lets Ulermic out. And the entire environment shifts and changes until suddenly all of you find yourselves on the inside of a mountain. It's quiet. Yes, it's quiet. It's damp. You can hear the drippings of uh, just some water that's kind of quietly escaping cracks in the ceiling. And then you can hear... As something is coming around the corner, you can see like a ramp and a twisting uh, passage um, up to the north, not too far from here. And you know exactly what that sound is. What Dyson, is it? your time in the mountains of Ulermic, you all knew that when you heard the sounds of the Umber Hulks coming down this way, that it was time for all of you to hide. And then the slab kind of seals itself shut and then it pulls back and it tries to crash on you again but it fails this time oh no the um, weird creature that was knocked away by uh, hopscotch is going to go find itself a new target in Harold it's going to kind of stretch and run and as it does it um, what is your perception Harold what uh, passive perception yeah uh, 12. 12? All right. Well, yes. anyway. So it runs <laughs> and kind of just runs almost like a spider. It's a, It stretches out and it pierces the ground. And then you watch as it just kind of pulls itself forward in like one gross motion. And in a terrifying swoop, it comes and attacks you. What's your AC? Never mind. Um, it just pierces into you for five damage. <laughs> Layla, that corpse, reaches forward. It pierces into your sides. 
and it pulls forward and then it leans its head into you and it whispers something into your ears. It says, give it back. No, don't do that in my ear, man. Harold. Ooh, well, I mean, I was going to try to take out Slabby McSlabberson, but I guess. Play it safe. I've got a new friend. All right, so I'll roll at disadvantage because I'm in combat with this guy. Oof. I've clearly missed. (laughs) (laughs) Not even a a plus. Oh, no, actually, wait. I will use my bonus action to do uh, the Planar Warrior, and then I will use my six points of inspiration because right now I'm at an 11 to hit. We are 1d6. Yes, my 1d6, yeah. And so I'm going to roll my 1d6. And I got a 6. So nice. that's um, a 17 to hit. <laughs> nice. Math. All right. So you did hit. Bam. Yeah. So I'm running towards this combat, and then this loud thunderstruck comes from behind. And I'm like, oh, hopscotch. You know what? You were really right about this whole situation. Had a good read on it. <laughs> Apologies over here from Harold. <laughs> and then Hopscotch is like, not enough, and flings the little demon guy my way. And then that demon guy comes to me, and I was like, oh god! But I was like, <laughs> but Hopscotch was pretty badass when he did that like twice over. Also, Lennon Cohen's a great name. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had a name that good. Harold feels silly now. Uh, and he was so inspired that he was just like, I'm not gonna miss this shot. Not for Hopscotch. You got this, Harold! So 20 force damage. Yep. So another blast starting to become familiar. The uh, mix of purple and gold and the the explosion of a inky black substance all over. And it's just Harold. Uh, What I like to imagine is that this this monster came up and like stabbed him. And the monster was just in his face. And Harold was like, mistake. (laughs) (laughs) I'm also... Uh, at seven health. So Harold might be like, Hopscotch, you got any of that healing? <laughs> Hopscotch. So Harold needs to be healed. I'm hearing. Harold would like to be healed. <sighs> yeah, so, uh, just Hopscotch, can you heal me? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> nice. I'm feeling overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. I just want you to know that, that, that I'm the bard. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want Frank to be the bard. <laughs> no. I would hold the no fucking way. rift. <laughs> okay, okay. Gotta get, gotta get in the head, headspace, headspace to, to heal. Heal, gotta heal. <laughs> Harold, okay. Uh, don't do this often, dude, so just gotta. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, cast it at level two then. cloud of like awesome emotions that I want to to send towards Harold it's a I don't know dude I don't do this very often so uh I'm sending it your way and I'm gonna roll wait a minute what am I rolling okay cool (laughs) 
Oh, wait, I'm gonna change these. Man, I have to like count all the sides of this dice. <laughs> Sending 12 points or whatever your way. Yeah. You're welcome. Yes, thank you. <laughs> In that moment, Harold was saying, Help. I need somebody. Help. Not just anybody. <laughs> Not just anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh Layla? She's going to try to get it away from her again with Thunder Wave. Pass. And then that's six thunder damage. Okay. Um, so yeah, once again, that kind of thunderous strike, and it kind of it rings through and echoes through the mountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it, it holds its ground. And she, she just kind of stands there, like, staring at it, just kind of a little, a little freaked out. Dyson. <sighs> Umberhulk's coming at me. You can hear them making their way. Them? Coming... Yeah, there's more. Like the the Umber hoax travel in in, um, in crowds, man. Got to go. Turn around. Where's the, where's the exit? There are no exits. You said the slab had closed, right? Mm-hmm. Where's where was the slab? It's right next to you. I'm fucking throwing my spear, or jamming my spear into it. Open them back up. Yep, seventeen then to hit. That's a hit. All right, second attack, but twenty to hit. Hell yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm throwing everything I have in this swing. I rolled fucking snake eyes. Seven plus seven. It's I guess it's fourteen. Alright, it's turn. Um yeah, it pulls itself back and it tries to crash into you once more, but it's unsuccessful. Bitch. Uh I- <laughs> <laughs> uh after that. Uh, it is the um, the corpse's turn, the one that's been trying to attack Layla. Mm-hmm. And uh, it leans forward one more time and it says, I want all of it back. No. Just give it back. Why? I can let all of them go. What? And it points to the rest of them. Just give it back. I... You're dead! What? And then it just goes, ah! and it screams at you. <laughs> A valid <and> point. <laughs> <laughs> and it brings its claws into you for five more damage. Harold. Harold. Um, so the the uh, large slabby McSlaberson guy like expanded outwards, like the whole forest changed from the memory forest to. You're in some kind of mountain, yeah. Harold doesn't quite understand that, but he's hoping Dyson has it under it in check. He saw that Layla just got hit, and he kind of is going back to thinking that, like, taking out the smaller ones and then focusing on the big one is the best option he has here. Um, so he's going to aim. Give me a perception check. Got a plus two to that. Uh, Twelve. Anyway. 
right, so. Yeah, no. Harold's, Harold's not on it today. He knows that he's taken out all the other small ones, so he figures might as well just get the whole collection. Then he would take the shot at the one in front of Layla. 18 to hit. That's good. This will be for damage. 14 force damage. All right, and then you watch as once again that purple goldish explosion and then the splattering everywhere. And you all find yourself face to face with one last creature left, that giant slab. And Tyson's like, what the hell are you? There's still time to talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) God. You know, and then you see like faces and like hands reaching out, moaning and pushing and shoving and Hopscotch. Well, obviously, uh, I'm going to be casting up in my bardic inspiration. I'm going to give it to uh, Layla, oh. since she seems to have uh, been dealing with uh, some dead thing, and that seems like a bummer. Well, <laughs> so. you don't see it as a dead thing. It's just this kind of like, it, it's just one of those. She just looks bummed. She looks like, <laughs> she, looks like she needs some inspiration. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> You're like inspired. As soon as they, the songs come and then they go just as quickly. <clears throat> it's beautiful. Um, oh yeah, and then I actually have to do something, don't I? <laughs> okay, so Layla's inspired. This is going good. Things are going great. Crushing the game right now. <laughs> Crushing it. Awesome. And I am going to cast vicious mockery at this. Uh, this slab. And I got a four. Alright, so it fails. It doesn't have any extra effects. Oh, wait, wait. It says, I unleash a string of insults laced with subtle enchantments. Be like slab you're it. And also his disadvantage on the attack. <laughs> slab you're it is pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> props. Props. Alright, and it gets disadvantage on the next attack. You're welcome, Dyson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Layla. All right. She takes a breath, sees big boy over there. She's feeling a little hurt right now, so she's actually going to uh, wild shape into an elk. Yep, so you all watch as that kind of uh, naturistic energy that you've seen come from her every now and then just kind of encompasses her, and then you watch as she kind of leans forward and then (laughs) takes the shape of a majestic elk. Dice. Slap's still up. I'm going to hop back, like not enough to provoke, but then just, ooh. You still got a fair fire up? Mm Mm-hmm. Good. 19 to hit for the fucking... For the power spear, and only a 13 to hit for the, for the butt. That hits. Uh, nine damage for the spear. And then I'm going to rip it up and just backwards shove the, uh, the end of it into him for another nine damage. You drive your spear in, and you watch as the, the slab kind of like opens up and takes part of your spear and tries to absorb it. And then you push in one more time and that seems to do it. It's just, and then it, it just 
kind of almost keels over and it kind of starts to turn gray. And as it turns gray, everything, and even though like it's the mountain and it kind of has like a kind of a rocky look to it already, right? Yeah. Everything kind of fades into like this kind of like dismal gray, right? Yeah. And everything turns quiet for a moment. And then the world shatters. Beneath the rocky walls of Dyson's home, you can see the grass and trees of the memory forest. And then that breaks away and shatters. And below that, you can see those floors and walls begin to crack as well. Everything kind of has this, like it feels like you're inside of a structure. It no longer feels like you're in this wide open space of a forest. It feels like you're inside four walls, a floor, and a ceiling. And then a moment later, that reality suddenly fractures. Reality splits. Without warning, each of you is forced to grab onto whatever shard of existence you can as everything breaks apart. The only thing that seems to be anchored in place is the creature you just finished off. Dyson's spear is still inside of it, and cracks race up and down its body, and inside you can see something. Light, and maybe something else. Below you, darkness. The promise of falling forever. Above you, the fractured cracks of another world within that slab, that creature. All around you, the shattering of an existence you weren't sure was ever real. And that's when you hear it. A voice from the distance. A voice that shouts, There! There they are! Thanks for listening to Season 4, Episode 5, either in my bed or in hell. Thanks to Kevin McLeod, Raphael Crux, and Shane Ivers for their music this episode. Kevin's music can be found at incompetech.com. Raphael's music can be found at freepd.com, while Shane's music can be found at silvermansound.com. Thanks also to Sirenscape for providing sound effects and additional music. You can find them at sirenscape.com. Dexterity saving throws to hold your ground. Um, oh boy. Is that what what dice die is that? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the suspense shatters. <laughs> I was trying to remember the uh the the fourth death of Ulermic off the top of my head. I put it in chat. That's how close I got. No. No, I couldn't, why? I couldn't pull up his description in time, so I had to add a little bit. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Mm-hmm. I like that shit, Pedro. That was alright. I could have got better. I thought, for a second, I thought you were saying it's like it's like a new one. I'm like, oh no. <laughs> no, no, it's 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 the fourth. Yeah. I remembered the number. Kothos. What uh what I hear is that you want a spear for your birthday. I do want a spear. It's actually it's legitimately like my favorite weapon. I don't I don't want Frank to have a spear. I don't know. They're out of they, they sold out of boar spears. Bad. They still hold out a boar spear. I was going to buy one.
But um, I want Frankie to have a spear just to see, like, at what point does Reggie take a stand (laughs) and do something about his living situation? And Frank stab him. Reggie would have to take it from me.